me. It's all about Him. I have a big problem saying happy holidays. You know why? Because it's all about Him. Well, it's happy holidays, you know, because it's about this and it's about that one. You don't want to offend this one. Excuse me, I could care less. It's all about Him. If you want to say happy holidays, let's be politically correct and let's do it in February when there's more holidays in February than there are at Christmas time, okay? Seriously, check it out. Look at your calendar, okay? Yeah, go look. I wish we'd start something and in February everybody go, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Because we don't want to offend you. Happy holidays. Yeah, check it out. There's a bunch of things in February, all right? He's what it's all about in December. Amen? Say, you got that? Amen? Come on, come on. I know that's ugly, ain't it? It's not ugly. Come on. Crazy. I was on the phone the other day calling somewhere, and they're, happy holidays. And I'm like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Are y'all like that at all when somebody says, happy? Merry Christmas. Amen. Let's practice. I'm going to say happy holidays. You say Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry oh, it's been great to do business with you today. Happy holidays. Merry I hope you all have a nice, you know, nice time. Hope your family's all good. Uh, happy holidays. Merry there you go. You got it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. Let's go to the Bible this morning. This is really a message on the Bible today. We're going we're gonna to go with it. It's his book. <clears throat> Thank you. Go, Rod. Let's roll it, buddy. The Bible is Jesus' book. He's just going to push me. The Bible is Jesus' love letter to you and me. That's what that is. Jesus said, say it with me. If you love me, then keep my what? Commandments, which are my what? My words. Keep what I've written you. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Go look at several scriptures. The Apostle John called Jesus Christ the Word. The Word. It's hard to imagine, but, but when you're holding that Bible, you're holding what Jesus said. You're holding His Word. And you know what it is to be separated from someone you love. It could be your husband, a wife. It could be a, a child. But to hear their voice... To have something they wrote you. Know that you're not holding them, but it's the closest thing you can get to them. Amen? Say. And that's what we have in the Bible. In the beginning was the Word, John said. And the Word was with God, and the Word was who? Was God. That's Jesus. Jesus is the Word. He that is of God, he that is of God, that's his kids, hears God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because you're not of God. I don't care about the Bible. I don't believe the Bible. It's because you're not of God. Okay? What man would say to his wife, I don't want to hear from you. I'm going to tell you something, right? That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a man I don't like right there. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay? Or what woman would say, I don't want to hear from you. I'll, you know, I'll see you when you get back. Don't call. I would go, I won't. <laughs> Come on. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keeps my sayings, he shall never see what? You will never see the second death. You will never go to hell, ever, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, died on the cross, rose from the dead. If you believe that in your heart, you will never see 
the death of hell. You'll never see it. Y'all hear me, yes or no? That's His Word. Do you believe that? I believe it. I am come a light into the world that whosoever believes on Me should not abide in darkness. If any man hear My words and believe not, I judge him not, Jesus says. For I came not to judge the world, but to what? Boy, we sure could pick up some advice from the Lord right here. Instead of judging people, how about let's try to see them saved? Wouldn't that be better? Yes or no? Church spends a lot of time on judging people. Jesus is God. He didn't even come here and judge folk. He came here to save people. Amen? That should be who we are as a church, to save people, to love people, not judge them. It, it doesn't work. He that rejects me, Jesus speaking, and receives not my what? Words hath one that judgeth him, the word that I've spoken. That's what will judge us, his word. We will stand before him one day. If we're lost, God will say something like this perhaps. You didn't believe. You didn't have faith that I gave my son for you, that he died on the cross and he rose from the dead. You heard. You heard, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. But you didn't believe. It's not me judging you. It's my word that's judging you. You heard it. You just said you did. Amen. Yes or no? His word judges us. We need his word. Jesus said, for I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, which I should say and what I should speak. Verse 50. And I know that His commandment is what? Life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. My Word. It's all about Jesus Christ. It's about life everlasting. It's about you and me believing it and humbling ourselves and believing the truth. Christmas. It's all about Him. It's all about His book. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that what? Loves me, loves me, loves me. You know, and that's the way that we show love one to another. Amen? I mean, even in relationship, if Kim asked me to do something, you know, hey, while I'm gone, you know, or while I'm over here doing something, would you do this? And for me to do what she's asked is a way that I can show her I love her. Other than, now you do it. Or when I get home, she says, did you do what I asked? And I go, no, you go do it. Or, or I lie. Oh, I forgot. That's not very loving, is it? Say, to keep one another, we should keep, keep our word, right? Yes or no? That's how we are with Jesus. We have this book. Okay, I don't understand the Bible. That's just a way to cop out. Well, I didn't understand, you know, Kim told me to go by Walgreens and pick up something. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. We do that with Jesus all the time. Well, I don't understand the Bible. Like that's going to get us off the hook. Let's take a quick test. Let's take a quick test. Don't mean to demean anybody in this room, but how many you can read at least a little bit? Can I see your hand? A little bit. <laughs> and if you can't read, okay, I understand that. But even then I'm not going to give you, you know, can you, we'll give you a CD. If you got a TV, we'll give you a video. There's no excuse for us not to hear his word. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on. Keep His commandments. This is how we show we love Him. What can I get Jesus for Christmas? How about this? Keep His commandments. Amen? What can you buy God? can't buy God nothing. But you know what I can do? I can show Him I love Him by keeping His commandments. His Word. He it is that loves me, and he that loves me shall be loved of my who? 
Father. And I will love Him and will manifest myself to Him. You start keeping my word, Jesus says, and you're going to see that I'm going to show up in your life. I'm going to manifest myself to you. And my Father's going to love you and we're going to love you. This is incredible. It's His book. So it's all about Him. This book called the Bible is all about Him. Now, the more I know about Him, the more I'll be like Him. Say that with me. The more I know about Him, the more I will be like Him. And that's just true. Two people married a long time. You start to think alike. You start to finish each other's sentences, don't you sometimes say? You start to know what the other person likes without even asking them. Is that true? Yes or no? Amen. Now, y'all have got to know me over the years. How many would know Gary Clark likes banana pudding? Would you know that? Or, or Gary Clark likes to eat? How many would know that? How many? Gary Clark likes ice cream. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, Gary Clark likes football. Amen? Gary Clark likes the Minnesota who? You know this. I know I'm a lunatic. We're the only team who can start off 5-0 and and still not do anything. I mean, this is terrible. But anyway, that's another story. But the point is, the more we know Jesus, the more we'll be like Him. The more we know each other. It's just common sense. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he'll keep my words. And my Father will love him, and we'll come unto him, and we'll make our what? Our home with him. Don't you want Jesus in your house? Don't you want Jesus with you when you're walking? Talk to a brother today, and he prays with me. He had a rough week. He had a tough week. But you know what? He knew Jesus was with him through it all. Because he loves the Lord, he reads the Word, he knows the Word, and God's with him. Amen? That's the beauty of knowing the Scriptures. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your what? Remembrance, whatsoever things I've said, or bring it to your understanding. How many of you have faced difficult times in your life? You, you, you found yourself in a situation... And the Lord helped you through it. He helped you with wisdom. He gave you some answers. Can I see your hand? You're not lying. You're telling the truth. He just helped me through this. How many were sort of amazed that that you made it through it and that He helped you like that? It was sort of crazy, wasn't it? Yeah! That's what this is talking about. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your what? Heart be what? Troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You're going to be afraid. You're going to be troubled. You're going to be scared to death unless you start hiding God's Word in your heart. How are you going to have the Lord speak to you and talk to you and minister to you if you hate been listening to Him? Amen? It's like going to school all year. You're back there talking in class. That's me, okay? My report card the first quarter would say, Gary talks too much. The next time it begins song, Gary talks way too much. Gary talks just a lot and a lot and way too much in class. The last quarter, Gary talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks. But a God in heaven used my crazy talking to, to keep me, having me a job on this planet. Amen? Come on. Come on. My teacher would have never thought it. She would have never thunk it. Because when it came time when I was a kid, little guy, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do good in school, you know, because I'm not listening. Later on, I started listening, believe it or not. Did better. But the point is, if we don't listen, guys, to His Word, we're not going to be able to, to give the answers. Amen? Yes or no? We're not going to do very well. 
That's what that song said, Word of God speak. I'm finding myself at a loss of, for words. And the funny thing is, it's what? It's okay. It's okay. Word of God, you speak to me. You've heard how I said unto you, go, I, I go away and I come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I've told you before it's come to pass that when, when it is come to pass, you might believe. Herefore, I will not talk much with you, talking to his disciples, for the prince of the world comes. He has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. I do. Arise and let's go home. I'm going back to my Father because I love my Father, Jesus said. But I'm not going to leave you. You have my words. You have my words. But the world's going to see that I love my Father because I'm going back to my Father. Y'all hear me or not? And Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father now making intercession for us. He's not left us alone. We have His Spirit. This is Jesus' book. Now I'm just setting the table here, just coming at you this morning a little bit. Push me, buddy. It's Jesus' book. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. And it will be done unto you. This is one of the most misinterpreted verses in the Bible. If you ask what you want, you just get it. <sighs> if you start reading the Word and understanding the Word, it will help you properly ask what is right. You understand? Try to go to school and ask your teacher, Hey, teacher, can I just talk all class and just get back here and do what I want to do? She'll go, No, you must not have heard me. I said, Hush your mouth and sit down. And listen, and I'm the one talking now. Oh, okay. Listen, we ask crazy things of God. Then we get discouraged because God didn't do hitting our little bell voice because we're not asking according to His will because we don't know what His will is because we don't know what His Word is. Does that make any sense? Know His Word and you'll know His will. Say that with me. Know His Word and you will know His... And there will be times you don't know. But that's when He is a friend that sits closer than a brother. He'll bring things to your remembrance. He will help you. Amen? That's what He does. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandment, and I abide in His love. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full, the abiding presence of God. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have what? Loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. Watch this. If you do what? Whatsoever I have commanded you. Listen. We need to listen to him. Do what he says. That's how we show that we love him and that we have a friendship with him. Jesus says, <clears throat> Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant doesn't know what his Lord or his Master does. But I have called you what? Friends. For all things I've heard of my Father, I've made known unto you. Jesus said, I haven't kept my secrets from you. I love you. You're my friend. I open my heart up to you. That is my word. Y'all listening or not today? This is his book, man. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant's not greater than his Lord. If they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. If they've kept my sayings, they'll keep yours too. It's all about that word. It's his book. So, keep looking, buddy. Now, it's his book. This is all we have. Say that with me. This is all we have. 
One more time. This is all we have. The church today is trying to find an end run around the Bible. Experience. Craziness. I watch churches sometime on TV, and it doesn't line up with the Bible at all. Got one preacher, he said, you're going to have rivers of water flowing out of your belly, and you're going to laugh, and they just laugh. Ha, 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 at church. It's crazy. I want to laugh at church. I want to have a good time. But I don't want to say that's the Lord just coming down, and y'all are just all laughing and rolling in the floor. You know what I call you? A bunch of crazy people. You hear me? Yes or no? doesn't matter. If you don't like me saying that, I, I'm a normal joke. Okay? There's got to be more to it. You know what? It's about His Word. Y'all listening to me, yes or no? You think God, did He say anything like that? If you laugh and you go crazy, that shows you love me. No, He said, if you keep my Word, that shows me you love me. Yes or no? Amen. Yes or no? You work at a company? You work at a company? The boss man comes in, what'd y'all do all day? We just laughed all day. <laughs> we laughed all day. You mean you didn't do what I said? You, you mean you didn't get everything done? You didn't do all the jobs I had later? No, we laughed all day. <laughs> well, you need to get your stuff and go on home. Because I'm going to find somebody who's going to come and work and not laugh all day. Amen? Say. But it's funny how since we don't see God, we can make up stuff. Have I lost you again? I'm being ugly this morning, ain't I? You know I like to laugh, so I'm not against laughing. I'm just not for anything replacing God's Word. Because you said so or because some preacher said so. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on. This is all we have. We have His book. Say that with me. This is all we... You kidding me? Absolutely. I hear things. Do y'all hear that? Anyway, that's whatever it is. Here we go. <laughs> Nothing can take the place of the Bible. Nothing can take the place of Jesus' Word. Amen. Nothing can take its place. Nothing else will what? Guys, I need to be here talking about His Word. When you come to church on Sunday morning, we need to preach the Word. We need to teach you Scriptures. You hear me? When you're away from this place, you need to hide God's Word in your heart. This is what we need. Well, that's old-fashioned. Well, good. Sue me. That's what it is, okay? It's a good thing. Amen? Say, it's His Word. This is it. Maybe this is it. It's His Word. This is what it's all about. It's all about Him. It's about Him. It's about His book. This is what this book is all about. It's about Jesus. It's His what to us. It's His what? Love letter to you and to me. Amen? It's His instruction manual for us to do what? Live the what? He's called us to live the Christian life, not the crazy life. Okay? He wants us to live the Christian life. And this is what it's all about. This is it. It's all about Him. We're just banging it home right here. This book will do what? It will change your what? It's changed my life. I didn't grow up knowing nothing about the Bible. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't know how a man's supposed to love his wife. Are you kidding me? All I ever saw was mama cheating on daddy and daddy cheating on mama. You know? My head as a 12-year-old was already corrupted with filth and sex and crap. Okay? How did I ever learn? It doesn't mean I still don't struggle. I still struggle. Boy, if it wasn't for the Word of God, I'd be in the ditch. Amen? But I learned through that how to love my wife, I learned through that how to keep your word and be honest. Oh, you understand? I learned how to, honestly, how to work. 
how to do right. Instead of stealing, work so you can have stuff and then you can have to give to other people. That's what the Bible, I've learned so much from His, from his Word. Amen? Biggest thing I've learned, even recently in my life, is that I'm loved. Say that with me. I am loved. I matter. Say that. I matter. I have value. Say it with me. I have value. That's what I've learned from His Word. This is huge, guys. Keep looking. So, let's take the last time of this message, about 15 minutes. Let's see what the Word can do for you. Here we go. We put it together. We're going to have to fly, Rod. Here we go. It's fly time. It's his book. Here we go. Here we go. What will the Word do for me? Here's what the Bible says. Number one, say it with me. It is a what? It's a sword. The Word of God is quick, powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It pierces even to dividing a son of your soul and spirit, the joints of marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our what? Heart. It's a sword. Keep looking. It pierces and operates on sinners, saints, and even Satan. Say that with me. It pierces and operates on sinners, saints, and even... It's a sword. Don't you want that? Say, when Satan comes knocking, don't you want something to cut him with? Yes or no? Yes or no? Amen? Come on. Number two, say it with me. The Word of God is a what? It's a mirror. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a mirror. For he beholds himself, he goes his way, and straightway forgets what manner of man he was. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty, the word of God, and continues therein, not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be what? Blessed in his deed. The word's a mirror. When you look at it, you get to see what you really need to see there. Now, you can forget it and not do it, but as you look at it and do it, God's going to bless your life. The word reflects the mind of Jesus Christ and our true condition. We can fool ourselves, we can fool other people, but boy, the word of God, when the word starts getting with you and you start seeing yourself, it reflects Jesus and it reflects you, and boy, you can really see where you're at in life. Amen or oh me? Got it? Number three. Third thing about the Bible, His Word. It's a what? One more time. It's a what? It's a hammer. And that's how I feel sometimes preaching up here. I feel like, man, I am hammering away. Sometimes I feel like I'm hoeing. Hoeing. You know what a hoe is, right? I feel like I'm hoeing hard soil sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's soft soil. I'm doing good up here. I don't know where I'm at right now. We'll see. It's a hammer. Jeremiah 23, 29. Is not my word like as a fire, says the Lord. Say it with me. And like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. How many would honestly say, Pastor Gary, the word of God has broken me. It has broken me. I mean, anybody like that? It broke me into pieces. I mean, it got me and it hammered me. It hammered my tail. Amen? Good. It drives home to our hearts. And even breaks up what kind of heart? How many would say, Pastor, your eyes meaner than a snake, hard as nails? And God has softened me. He's helped me. He's helped me to love people. Anybody in the room like that? Come on. That's good, man. Number four, the Bible. It's His book. It is what? Water. That He might sanctify and cleanse it. Say it with me. With the washing of water by the what? By the Word of God. It's water. The Word of God. It will make you what? Clean, satisfied, and what? 
How many would say because of the Bible, because of me learning the Bible, it's taught me that this was wrong. A path I was on was very wrong. And God has helped me with my path, and now I'm walking a different path. He has helped clean me up. Can I see some hands on that one? Look at that. All across. Where would you learn that from? The Bible. Whether you knew it or not. Amen? Come on. You've been hearing. You've been hearing the Word. You've been doing the Word. This is what the Word of God does. The Word of God. Say it with me. Number five. It is what? It's seed. Now, this is all through the Bible. It's me just going through and finding these. Being born again, not of what? Corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the Word of what? God. See, this seed, when you read the Word, it comes into your life. It lives. It abides forever. It'll make a difference in you. It'll grow in you. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. Amen. Keep pushing. Amen. Come on. It's seed. It brings forth fruit into your life that will do what? Abide forever. Amen? Come on. For me, it was December 18, 1977 when I put my faith in Jesus Christ. And you know what? He's never left me. What was put into me that day, now I've screwed up along the way, but boy, that seed has been growing in Gary Clark. And what we see here in Inglewood, it's just, I'm, just, I'm just one little guy this whole big Christian body of Christ. But look, that little seed in me in Rockingham. Rockingham, nowhere in North Carolina. I come to a place called Inglewood, Florida, years ago. And look today, we're sitting on 15 acres. Not that I did it, it's just a seed that was in me. Y'all hear me or not? And we got a building debt-free. Why? Because he put that seed in me. We can do this debt-free for the glory. That ain't my idea. Are you kidding me? Yes or no? Looking back, I just, that's a dumb idea. But it was God's seed, not my seed. Y'all hear me or not? Amen. Come on. So... And, and I'm no different than you, and you're no different than me. That seed will grow in you. Number six, say it with me. The Word of God is what? It's silver. I guarantee it. If we saw the Word of God as silver and gold, it wouldn't lay there on the coffee table. Or it wouldn't sit there on the shelf. If it, if it was really silver and gold to us, we would pick it up. We would use it. We would, we would start spending it, investing some of it. Amen? That's the Bible. The words of the Lord are what? Pure words. As what? Silver tried in a furnace of earth. Not just any silver, purified seven times. The Word of God's incredible silver. Therefore I love thy commandments. Above what? Yea, even what kind of gold? Fine gold. That's the Bible. This is His book, guys. What can I give Jesus at Christmas? How about start reading His book? Am I, am I making you uncomfortable today? Come on, I'm just trying to help you. And, you know, here's the cool thing. You come to Fellowship Church where we teach the Word. Amen? We teach the Word. You're hearing the Word today. I just want you to get more than what I give you. I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you for being here. But I want you to get more than Gary can give you. Amen? That's why we have these Bible studies on campus. That's why people open up their homes. Amen? That's why we have a Christian radio station 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can turn on that Christian radio station, 91.3 FM, and you can hear the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We ought to praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. We have church here on Sunday morning, but I preach two times every day, 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night. 7, 7 a.m. on Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. on 
Monday through Friday. You can hear me. I know I'm a little rough on you. I hear this, okay? But there's, there's other people, okay? You can hear it. We make an investment to do this. It's huge, man. We believe in what we're doing. Two times on Sunday. Amen? We'll be on at 11 o'clock this morning on WSCB Radio. We'll be on tonight, I think, at 7.30. We make an investment in the Word. Yes, yes or no? Amen? It's important to us. You need to get in the Word. It's silver and gold. The Word is precious. It's desirable. It's beautiful. And it's valuable for the what? For the soul. That's what, this is His book. It is what? The Word is what? It is what? Fire. I just don't understand the Bible. That old book. Boy, that old book's pretty special. Amen? A lot of stuff. That Jeremiah, then I said, I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my what? Heart. As a what? Burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing and I could not stay. How many would give testimony today to say, I was going to do something. It wasn't the right thing. But because the Word of God was shut up inside of me, it was like a fire inside of me. I did not do the wrong thing, and God helped me do the right thing. Can I see some hands this morning? Look at that. It's beautiful. I mean, this is just living testimony. It's able to judge, purify, and consume it what? It burns. The Word of God. This is His book. Guys, this is all we have. It's all we need. The Word of God. Say it with me. It is a what? Lamp and a light. The Word's a lamp under my feet. It's a light under my path. It shows us where we are, where we need to go. The Word of God keeps us from what? Falling. And I could ask questions after every one of these. How many of you, your life was headed straight for a ditch? If it weren't for the Word of God, you'd have been in that ditch. Amen? And it helped me stay out of that ditch. Beautiful. The Word of God, say it with me, it is what? Bread, and it's also honey. Jesus, I am the living bread, He says, which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, He's the Word of God. He shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I give for the, for the life of the world. How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Sweeter than what? Honey to my mouth. Amen? Now, I know, I know today we're on ch at church, and, you know, you might be, this is overload, man. But I'm going to tell you, when times come, and the Lord brings word, His word to you, during tough times, it's going to be sweet. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? When my mother was murdered, I'd been there for a lot of people in my life, helping people all these years. But Gary Clark was the one that needed help. And just that fast, his word came to me. And during a very tragic time, right when I got the word, horrible. I, I love my mother, I think, more than anything. But I'll tell you, the, the Lord hugged me and he held me and he said, Gary, what I've been telling you is true. What you've been telling all those other folks is true for you, son. Amen. I've got you, Gary. I've got you. I'm going to be with you, son. Mama's with me now. Where'd I learn stuff like the Bible? Y'all hear me or not? This is, that was sweet for me. 
And I can name many, 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 many times that's happened in my life, and I'm sure you can too. It will satisfy my hungry soul. It's sweet, and it is what? How many received some comfort from the Word before when you needed it? I needed comfort. I needed comfort. I needed it, and I got it. I got it. Thank you, Lord. It's milk. Say that with me. It's what? It's milk. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the what? Word. Why? That you might be able to what? Grow, 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 grow. Doesn't matter how old you are. Listen, you need to get in that book. It'll grow you. It'll develop you. It'll nurture you. And it will what? It'll mature you. The Word of a living God. So this book is His book. It's alive. He's going to push me real hard now. It'll grow you. Desire it and you will grow. Guaranteed. The Bible, His book. It will clean you. Wash in the water of the Word. Come on. It will help you to sin less. It didn't say it's going to make you sinless. It's going to help you what? Sin less. You're not bragging, but you're just saying, Pastor Gary, since I've become a Christian, since I got in his book, I sin less. Can I see your hand? I sin less. Not saying you're perfect, but I sin less. Good. That's a good thing. Okay, that word may hit my heart that I might not sin against thee. Keep looking. Just keep pushing me, buddy. Thank you. Okay, the law of his God's in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. Lots of verses. It will make you a what? Success. It'll make you a success. Absolutely. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth in his fruit this season. Your, your leaf's not going to wither, and whatsoever you do is going to prosper. Joshua, this book, the Lord speaking, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein. For then shalt thou make your way what? Prosperous, and then you shall have good what? Success. Not the world's success, but what God says is success. It will protect you from Satan. Jesus fought Satan with the Word of God. We see that over in John chapter 4. Satan is at a big disadvantage when you know Jesus' book. That's how you fight him. The tempter came to Jesus, said, If you be the Son of God, command these stones be made to bread. But Jesus answered Satan and said, It is written, say it with me, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the what? Mouth of a mouth of God. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, or behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God only, and him only shall you serve. Then what? Read verse 11. Then the devil, what? Leaves him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Now here's the question. Do you want the devil to stay on you? Or would you rather get him out of your life and have some angels ministering to you? It's tied to the Bible. Y'all listening to me or not? Well, I can't understand why I'm always getting picked on. Maybe it's because you ain't reading the Bible. Amen. Say, why your life's a wreck. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you much rather have Satan gone and have some angels ministering to you? Now, I don't understand that angel stuff. But I like it. Amen. Say, that's what I want. <laughs> if I can switch it, that's what I want, baby, right there. It'll encourage you, the Word of God. Two disciples after Christ was crucified. He's walking with them. He's resurrected now. Did not our heart burn? They didn't know it was Him. Did not our heart burn within us while He what? Talked with us by the way and while He opened to us the what? That's a beautiful thing. Having Jesus in your life and walking with you and your heart burning as the Scriptures are being read. 
Okay, they were hopeless, discouraged. Jesus showed up and He spoke the Word of God to them. He will encourage you through the book. It's His book and He'll do that for you too. That's what we're talking about today, His book. It'll help you pray with what? With power. If you abide in Me, My words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it'll be done. Because you know His Word and you're praying in His will. And there's power when you're in His book and there's power when you're in His will. It will point you to Jesus Christ for salvation. The Word of God. That from a child you've known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto what? Salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Faith comes by what? How do I get faith? By what? Hearing and hearing what? Newsweek? TV? Fox News? CNN? Lord help us. Amen. Come on. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Amen. Come on. Yeah, man. You want some faith? Get in the Bible. But what says it? The Word is in you. The Word is in you. It's near you, man. It's right here in your mouth. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. The Word of faith that we preach. You can have faith. You can believe. But you must have the Bible. Yes or no? You've seen how important it is today. This is what it's all about. It's all about Him, this book that we have. For with the heart man believes in the righteousness, with the mouth confessions made unto salvation, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. He wants to save us. He wants to save you. It's His what? Book. We're almost done. But I wanted to get to the end. The Bible. Until the publication of the King James Bible in the 1600s. It was unusual for anyone to own a copy of the Bible. That wasn't that long ago, guys. People didn't own the Bible. They didn't have a Bible. I always start this service off. I try to say, let's thank God we live in America. And I discovered something else. Look. The state-approved church back in those days, in the 1600s, 1700s, would have one Bible. One. The church would have it. It would be locked or chained to the old pulpit. It was 200 years later. Say 200 years. So do your math. Now we're in the 1800s. That ain't that long ago. Before the common people could obtain a copy... And it was usually just the what folks? The rich folks could only have it. Only after America, look at that, only after America was established did the Bible become an affordable commodity. Why has God blessed America? Come on, I think we just found out one of the reasons. Amen! I think we're doing one of the best things for our country today. Having church on a Sunday morning. Preaching God's Word. Amen? It made this country great. God blesses His Word. Multiple Bible ownership, say it with me, is a fairly recent phenomenon. It's His book. It's the one gift you can open before Christmas and you won't get in trouble. Amen. Come on, open that book before Christmas, baby. Come on, open it before Christmas. Amen. It's all about Him. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. Come on. Crazy. We did it. 
Boom! Amen. Praise the Lord.